I clicked it as soon as you said right. when, and now. All right, no, 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 leave yeah, it. We're... Leave it. It'll show you how difficult it is to even start it. Still, <laughs> we've done how many of these things, <laughs> and this is every time it's a disaster like this. Yes. So let's just do it like this and just leave it. Hi, everybody. Hi. Uh, back with Hebrews. 10 and 11. Yeah. Today. We only did two chapters because they were longer, right? Yeah. I couldn't remember why. Well, we, we kept that. stopping and discussing things with the kids. And uh, then we were going to read one more chapter. And I was like, honey, if we're going to podcast this, there's no way we're going to get done in time. Like, it's one thing when our family Bible study lasts for an hour and a half, two hours, mm -hmm. but I don't think anybody's going to hang out and listen to us talk for two hours, so. Probably not. 30 minutes of stretching it, probably. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I probably, I mean, I feel, I feel, uh, this explains itself really well, so, I mean, there's really not a whole lot of stopping and okay, explaining well, to do. Do it then. Um. But louder, maybe, so people can hear you in the back there. Shut up. That's not kind. You're right, it's not. <laughs> You're getting quieter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, go ahead and pause it, say a prayer, probably for us, too, that we can make it through this. Yeah. And uh, then come join us back, and we'll get started, for real. All right. Verse 1. And this starts off Christ's sacrifice once and for all, explaining how Christ was the fulfillment in all of these things. Right? Old Testament, Old Testament. all of the laws, all of the sacrifices, all of the regulations, all of those things. Christ has fulfilled all of that. It was created, and he is the perfect fulfillment to all every single detail in all of that all of those things were to stand until they were fulfilled christ is the only one who could fulfill them now we have the new covenant which we talked a little bit about yesterday but again just more so going into this and obviously you see how you you see how this book is completely relevant to today still because these issues still come up oh um, yeah now even amongst christianity now we have the Super Torah observant movement. Hebrew roots. Hebrew and all roots of and all this. Again, there I don't think there's anything wrong with the Torah observant movement. I I love it. If you don't think that it's necessary and you're not trying to there's a certain part of it yeah. that's really dangerous. But sure. other than that, I mean I think it's really cool. You know, and I mean if if, if you enjoy doing that, mm -hmm. um, you know, we've said before we do some of the feasts, not you know, we wouldn't we're not Torah observant by any means. Um, but the people that are, I mean, I definitely can respect that and I can definitely understand why you would want to go in that route. Mm -hmm. It's just when you get super legalistic, like the movement has become is when you have problems. Yep. Um, but so when you have the problems, I mean, that's what a lot of these things were, were here to, for to combat. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's what makes all of this stuff still relevant today and still trying to, you know, in... And sharing the gospel, still trying to explain these things to a Jew, you know, yeah. that perhaps wouldn't know the truth of Christ. You'd be surprised. A lot of them really, I mean, they've heard of Jesus, but they obviously they haven't heard it, in a, you know, taught in a correct way. Mm -hmm. they've, they've heard a very one-sided view, especially people that are, I'm talking about Hebrew, like 
live in Israel. Yeah. Um, so I mean, a lot of them don't. So I mean, there is a lot of ministry that that goes out to those people, like the Jews for Jesus, chosen people ministry, chosen people. Uh, they're really good. I really, really like them. Um, they go to them and they they preach the gospel. So, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of good defense and answers here in in the whole book. And you know, if that's your if that's your bag yeah. <laughs> to yeah. go to the Jews, if, if that's your calling, then yeah. Um, that's where George Mueller wanted to go. Yeah, he did, and it's I can understand that. I, I definitely can understand, but I, I think that's a definite calling. <laughs> yeah. You have to feel very strongly to do it, and you have to know that that's a very, very vicious ministry. I mean, which is cool. I mean, that's that's kind of neat, on you know, because you feel kind of like a like a warrior. Yeah, like a warrior. I know Paul Watcher gets a little bit too excited on some of these. Yeah. He used to when he was younger. He used to get a little excited on some of these things. Yeah, wanting to be persecuted. Yeah, I think that early heart attack didn't kind of slowed him down a lot yeah <laughs> this is what happens when you're out in the middle of <laughs> third world countries running from local governments with bibles in hand yeah dude is awesome all right so enough about all that verse one the old system under the law of moses was only a shadow a dim preview of the good things to come not the good things themselves the sacrifices under that system were repeated again and again year after year but they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have been stopped, for the worshipers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But instead, those sacrifices actually reminded them of their sins year after year, for it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why, when Christ came into the world, he said to God, you did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. You were not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written about me in the scriptures. First, Christ said, You do not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them though they were required by the law of Moses. Then he said, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which could never take away sins. But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. I'll go ahead and stop there before I go too far. He's pointing out, the author's pointing out here, obviously, by using the all the examples of the Old Testament law and everything, that nothing that man could do could atone for sin. And make you right and, in God's eyes. Correct. Yeah. And obtain salvation, you know, and to be reconciled with God, correct. So there, there's not a thing 
that we can do. There wasn't a thing under the old covenant that they could have done. Um, like you said, they said that these animal sacrifices never atoned for the sin. Mm-hmm. You needed Christ to ultimately atone for the sin. So that that's kind of that's what he's pointing out here. But we will pick back up in 16. 15. 15, I lied. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so. For he says, this is the new covenant. I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. Then he says, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds. And when sins have been forgiven, there is no need to offer any more sacrifices. And so, dear brothers and sisters, we can boldly enter heaven's most holy place because of the blood of Jesus. By his death, Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. And since we have a great high priest who rules over God's house, let us go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts fully trusting him. For our guilty conscience have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean, and our bodies have been washed with pure water. I wanted to stop sooner there. I think that's why I messed that one all up. But um, in that way, think Jesus opened a new and life-giving way through the curtain into the most holy place. Yeah. And since we have a great high priest rules, let us go right into the presence of God. Think about the weight of that as an Old Testament Jew. Any, not just any piddly person could come in to and go past the second hurt and in the most holy place. No, you would die yeah. immediately. Only the high priest. Only the high once a year. Only the high priest was in the, allowed in there once a year. Yes, that was it. With a strict list of regulations and duties and they I mean it's very intricate system. But now you get to pull the daddy card and just go stroll right on in there. It's, yeah. I mean that's that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy to think of um it's is Somebody that would have, for a Jew to you know hear this, and and they would be like, what? Their robes would be ripped, or their lives would be changed. One of the yeah, two. Yeah. <laughs> so what? Twenty-three. Three. I gotta get better with remembering this. That's probably. Good luck with that. It's well, never been your strong suit. <laughs> this is what I sound like every single morning at Bible. Yeah. So. No, this is literally how This is literally, a, yeah, this is yeah. literally just just a copy. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing, guys. <laughs> our morning Bible study is merely a foreshadowing of what our afternoon Bible is. There's less kids spilling but, food in this. Yeah, place, less so. stopping and yelling at things. All right, what verse? 23. Okay. <laughs> I said that on purpose. Like, yeah, okay, sure you did. No, I did, seriously. Uh-huh, okay. 23. See? Let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm, for God can be trusted to keep his promise. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. How much closer to we are? How much closer are we to like you? I can't. Talk Yo, about see. Are we to this day now? You know, nearly two thousand years, years later. later. Okay, but also I want to point out verse twenty-five, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but let's encourage one of one another. 
I talked about in the future podcast about being unchurched in that whole movement. No, and we, said we did the it's public. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, about that, and it's very concerning because that's what happens. People just want mm-hmm. to go and add Jesus to make him all-inclusive mm-hmm. and be able to go out and just live whatever sinful lives they want and just say that religion sucks and, and I don't need a religion or I don't need to go to church to love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, problem is, is you do because we need to encourage one another. Mm-hmm. And so you need to, you need to meet in some form of group. Um, well, and there's an accountability. There's, um, I mean, it's so easy to get off into these wonky sure. things. It's, I, I mean, there's so much that comes from that, you know, and, and it doesn't mean that you have to show up to, you know, a mega church once a week and that's, you know, your thing you check off your list. I mean, this, this group can look different to many different people in many different ways but Mm -hmm. accountability leadership discipleship uh fellowship i mean all of these different things are so important you know here in this time yeah they really are to have some sort of um you know some sort of base yeah you're right to make you sure that you don't go off in some sort of crazy now that doesn't mean again you know that could be one other person that's an elder that's mentoring you and that that could be your fellowship and if that's that's what you do till the day you die and you know the Lord and you're living the way that you're supposed well, to then and that's why we thought so it was it. so important to have the website aphomechurch.com yes to have a way that people could connect and to be able to reach people even if we are far apart you know location yeah. wise let's connect with you let's yeah because there's a lot there is on the other flip side of that there's a lot missing in the church yeah so that that's that's not being taught and there's a lot of heresy and most of it's an apostasy there's there's definitely understanding to why people are exiting the church in mass numbers yeah and just why is because it's not it's you know there's definitely reasons to it so uh, you definitely need to encourage one another and don't neglect to meet with each other and share and and talk and and make this part of your life. It should be every aspect of it. Yes. So. Verse twenty-six. Dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning after we have received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that covers these sins. Jesus is not all inclusive. That's the point we shared uh, the podcast earlier this, this week, week about homosexuality how mm-hmm. do we deal with that as a christian how do we teach our children how do we go about this mm-hmm. um of course we are already seeing massive backlash yes that, which we we expected but love is love and jesus loves everyone wherever they're at and we just need to show love and acceptance to everyone well well i also i um i also shared earlier about god's word mm-hmm. and how it divides mm-hmm. And we can, and we knew that. We knew as soon as we were going to throw something out like this, we said, you know what, the, you know these these count, you know, you know, you're going to start losing followers, subscribers, yeah. and which there we could care less. I mean, that's not what we're here for. No. But we both know that 
that that's exactly to be prepared for it. Exactly, and that's what's ha- and that's exactly what's happening already. So it's impressive. But if we continue, if we are claiming to be followers, but that's of awesome. Christ, I mean, that means we, that we're doing something correct. Then yeah, I mean, I want, if you want to deliberately continue sinning after you've received knowledge of the truth, there is no longer any sacrifice that will cover that sin. I mean, at that yeah. point, you are in the sin that leads to death when yep. you are continuing to do it with no remorse and no yeah, turning our, and changing. Our, our, our John study goes over that. Yeah. You know, we, we talk about that. Yeah, so if you missed so out if you any think of the that past ones, I'm not, John's. I'm not judging anything. I'm God already has and applying, and, and it, yeah. applying it. So, 27. 26. Seven. Oh, so close. Good job. There is only the terrible expectation of God's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies. <laughs> For anyone who refused to obey the law of Moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Just think how much worse punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and have treated the blood of the covenant, which made us holy, as if it were common and unholy, and have insulted and disdained the Holy Spirit who brings God's mercy to us. For we know the one who said, I will take revenge, I will pay them back. He also said, the Lord will judge his own people. It is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Think back on those early days when you first learned about Christ. Remember how you remained faithful enough, though it meant terrible suffering. Sometimes you were exposed to public ridicule and were beaten. And sometimes you helped others who were suffering the same things. You suffered along with those who were thrown into jail. And when all you owned was taken from you, you accepted it with joy. You knew there were better things waiting for you that will last forever. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. I should have stopped a little bit sooner to go back over that, but that's exactly what we were, you and I were talking about uh, this morning in the car ride on the way home. Yes, Mm -hmm. verse 28, yeah, um, in 29. um, Just just trampling on christ and, and trying to make it inclusive and, and trying to make it something that it's not and, and trying to make well, him say this, something that he doesn't this movement we have that is becoming so prevalent today again signs of the times that we're in and leading into but this whole movement of love is love jesus loves you where you're at you know this no, repent for the kingdom is at yes. hand. Any of these messages that that takes away the focus from your repentance of your sins and living life completely new for Christ is an antichrist spirit. It is not Christ. It is an antichrist. And what do you I'm not re- making these judgments. I read these judgments yeah. now. This is why we started doing these Bible studies. I'm not making the stuff up. No, we're just simply reading this is it. A, and, this and is simply reading. You have reading. to read it and apply it to your lives. And part of that applying it to your lives is looking at within the body of Christ, these people who are claiming Christ's names, but then still happily living and encouraging sinful behavior with other Christians. 
that it's not okay. I mean, there's a very clear line that we have it, here, and it's not to be. And you're being absolutely ridiculous if you try to bring, you know, if you're trying to bring one issue into this, because it's not. You, you you can't be that legalistic about it and say that it's just oh, so it's no. It goes across the board. Mm -hmm. Anybody walking in all of these things, I sit there and harp ninety percent of my time on Donald Trump. <laughs> He's sitting there in the White House pretending like he's a Christian. Yeah. I'm, I mean, again, not saying he can't come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Not saying I don't pray for him because that's my biblical Job duty to do, so, yeah. to do so. And I hope that he does. But he's not. But there. he's not. And he's not producing the fruit that would produce it. In fact, he's slapping... Anyway, I don't. This isn't going to go into that. But I'm just as hard as him as I would be on any other sin or any other thing that I would I would talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. I mean, we all have to stand before God. We all have to. And what what you, are you doing? And there's going to be the certain group of people the way that they think is right. Mm -hmm. So you may think that this love and, and this if is wrong. If it feels good and comfortable here in the world, chances are it's not right. <laughs> yeah. If you're feeling uncomfortable and like the world hates you because of what you're standing up and saying for Christ that's scripturally based, then you're probably on a good path. <laughs> yeah. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Then. Mm -hmm. Those words mean everything in the Bible. When yeah. you start re when you when you see the word then you will or then I will. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that means that there's it's not just this magical candy that gets passed yep, around. It's for... <laughs> not, yeah, it's not just you throw up in the air, free salvation for everybody. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Salvation is for everybody. Sure it is. But... <laughs> and it's available to anyone. Yep. Thirty-seven? Uh, yep. For in just a little while, the coming one will come and not delay. And my righteous ones will live by faith. But I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. I want that for in just a little while the coming one will come and not delay in like a, a big sign, you know, those big pretty wooden signs everybody yeah, has. Yeah, so if anybody want, is makes, if makes anybody those. If anybody makes those, yeah, like our room, we have that big open just blank wall in the living like I just want a huge sign that just says for wow. just a little while the coming one will come and not delay wouldn't that be awesome I mean but why is that not on the forefront of our mind every day in what we're doing thinking focusing on teaching uh, every aspect people are afraid to talk about it yeah they are actually it was something that JD shared last night which JD Farrakh 
we'll throw that out there yeah. guys too. I think we're going to start another kind of little mini podcast series because we don't have enough to do, but we watch Pastor JD. Um, he does prophecy updates with his church service that is shared online for everyone to see every Sunday. And we spend, we watch it, our family watches it every week, and then we spend hours throughout the evening discussing it and wow. going further into it. And we're like, you know what, we should just record these and share these. Yeah, well. we did. So, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's exactly how that came up. So um, look forward to that. A new project. Yay. <laughs> it was Brandon's idea. It was not my idea, this one. So all him. But it was pretty cool it because is. a lot of times I really agree with them, and then there's things that I really disagree with them. Yeah. So I think it'd be kind of cool to. You've got like five minutes to finish chapter go. eleven. Oh, really? Five minutes to do another chapter? Yep. Go. Six minutes. So hurry. Shoot, people can read. And now you're eating an orange. I am not. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we see now did not come from anything that can be seen. I brought that up the other day in Bible study to Trav, mm -hmm. or to the family when we were talking about it. I was like, this is the thing about science. Yeah. <laughs> is that you have to uh, there is a lot that you have to accept and understand mm -hmm. you have to understand that your that your god is outside of science yep your any kind of any kind of understanding that that man has yep. is a human understanding which god's ways we can't even comprehend god's just us ways. trying to just us it's trying just to science figure out how trying god to figure it. out and we've he has allowed us to understand a lot and he has given us the ability to understand a lot there is still much that we do not understand we don't understand a lot mm -hmm. this doesn't mean to turn your nose up at science and this doesn't mean that we act ignorant um, like you flee from it because it's demonic or something I I'm not completely I don't I'm not a huge supporter of answers in Genesis. Mm -hmm. They try. Some I, stuff is kind of neat. I, some, no, I, and again, yeah. I, I said I'm not a huge supporter. Yeah. I'm not a huge supporter of Ken Ham. I think answer, yeah. the answers in Genesis is a good program, and I don't think that. And again, I'm not. I'm not rebuking anybody. I'm not. I just don't strongly disagree with his with a lot of viewpoints or a lot of way approaches they take to things i guess mm -hmm. i could say um and, and and i've seen a lot of ignorance on his behalf just from my own personal view if anybody nobody cares but here it is um so there's I'm not like all the way that way, you know, like I, I'm I'm leaning more towards the answers answers in Genesis side, you know, of how I how I feel about it. But I also again understand that there's I, these things are meant to be believed, not completely understood. And if you believe what kind of belief would you have if we understood everything that an all-powerful all-knowing God would be? I mean, how we can't. Well, I mean, we could, but that just doesn't make much sense to me. So, anyway, um, the yeah, the entire universe was formed at his command. I can't, I can't do that. I can't even think about how that would happen. No, I, I can't. 
so far removed from that. And neither can we. <laughs> That's why science continually, continually changes. Uh, but I definitely think as Christians, it's something that we should actively pursue because I think science is just the ability to understand God's creation. Mm -hmm. um, not liberal science that we have out there today, you know, like Bill Nye and stuff. But, <laughs> um, you know, anyway, verse four. Good job. See, I, well, only because I knew because of the. You have two minutes. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> It was by faith that Abel brought a more acceptable offering to God than Cain did. Abel's offering gave evidence that he was a righteous man, and God chose approval of his gifts. Although Abel is long dead, he still speaks to us by his example of faith. It was by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. So, another reference to Enoch in the Bible mm -hmm. that Genesis doesn't give that complete account that he was taken to heaven without dying. Oh, yeah, it's from Enoch 1, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Genesis doesn't give that account. It just says that for he was not. Mm -hmm. God, because God took God him. God took him for, yeah. Verse 6. And is it impossible to please God without faith? Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. Sincerely seek him. It was by faith that Noah built a large boat to save his family from the flood. He obeyed God who warned him about the things that had never happened before. By his faith, Noah condemned the rest of the world and he received the righteousness that comes by faith. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. And even when he reached the land God promised him, he lived there by faith. For he was like a foreigner living in tents. And so did Isaac and Jacob who inherited the same promise. Abraham was confidently looking forward to a city with eternal foundations. A city designed and built by God. It was by faith that Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and was too old, she believed that God would keep his promise. And so a whole nation came from this one man who is as good as dead. A nation with so many people that like the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore, there is no way to count them. These are awesome little... Actually, this whole chapter is an awesome little chapter for just a reminder of keeping strong in faith and looking forward to something that cannot be seen. Yep. So looking, you know, following Christ and looking and putting in eyes towards him and heavenly things, not earthly things. Um, just that is just where your focus needs to be. I had posted this the other day on Facebook, this verse along with a picture. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people oh, yeah. got it, what I meant by it. Yeah, um, because people actually liked it. So yeah, because people liked it. And I put it behind a, a flag. And it just is a reminder, this section coming up here that I'm going to read. Um, everybody needs to remember this because this applies to you and us. Mm -hmm. And... This world is not our home. Nope. 
This country is not our country. This this is God's word here. This is not from me. This is truth. Verse 13. And all these people died still believing what God had promised them. They did not receive what was promised, but they saw it all from a distance and welcomed it. They agreed that they were foreigners and nomads here on earth. Obviously, people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own. If they had longed for the country they came from, they could have gone back. But they were looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland. That is why God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. You are looking for a better place, a heavenly homeland, a city created by... This is reality. We are looking for a new reality not longing for the country in not which we longing came from. from this that we're coming no mm -hmm. if you want that this clearly shows you could go back and have it this is clearly distinctly yeah. different you could go back but no it says obviously people who say such things are looking forward to a country they can call their own they agreed that they were foreigners and nomads mm -hmm. okay that that Foreigners and nomad, there's nowhere that's home for us here. We always feel uncomfortable. Somebody's always trying to get at us because we're not from there. So this, there's all sorts of, all sorts of different examples that you can make here. But this is, this is definitely applicable to now, and we need to remember this, and we need to live our lives like this because we it's need to teach not our children to do the same. Exactly, and it may not be comfortable. It may not be quote-unquote fun you may not be yoloing but you'll be following christ and god will not be ashamed to or that's why you will not be ashamed to be called their god god will be happy to be called your god because you will truly be his when you do these things mm -hmm. all right so pick it back up in 17 it was by faith that abraham offered isaac as a sacrifice when god was testing him Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. Even though God had told him, Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life again. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead. It was by faith that Isaac promised blessings for the future to his sons, Jacob and Esau. It was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each of Joseph's sons and bowed in worship as he leaned on his staff. It was by faith that Joseph, when he was about to die, said confidently that the people of Israel would leave Egypt. He even commanded them to take his bones with them when they left. It was by faith that Moses' parents hid him for three months when he was born. They saw that God had given them an unusual child, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's command. It was by faith that Moses, when he grew up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to share the oppression of God's people, and instead of enjoying the fleeting pleasures of sin, he thought it was better to suffer for the sake of Christ than to own the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking ahead to his great reward. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. 
He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the one that who is invisible. How much more clear does God's word have to be to people? I don't understand it. Just because they're using places that you don't understand, they're using names that you're like, oh yeah, that one Bible character that I used to color in that one coloring book at Sunday school. Like, it, it's, it's very clear. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He kept right on going because he kept his eyes on the focus on the one who is invisible. Hmm. Verse 28. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on doorposts so that the angel of death would not kill their firstborn sons. Right? Like, can you... That's a, that's a pretty rough announcement to make. And well, yeah, to and tell to people told, that it's hey, coming. And like, hey, this. you got to do this. This thing with this blood on your doorpost and you'll be and cool you'll be if good. you do it. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, um... You sure? Sure, because that's kind of weak. Okay. All right. What verse? uh, 29. 29. It was by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea, as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God, for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith these people overthrew kingdoms ruled with justice and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from death. But others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. Some were jeered at and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prisons. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half. And others were killed with the sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised. For God had something better in mind for us, so that they would not reach perfection without us. So that they would not, not reach, reach perfection, perfection without, without us. us. Mm. We are, this is kingdom promise stuff, guys. We are not looking forward to anything here, anything that can be seen. There's nothing to get excited about. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. There's no... There's no way that this world is going... Any any security that you would have anywhere in this world it is a false sense of security because this world is not our home and we are looking forward by... We live by faith in this world. Yeah. Looking forward to looking the world Looking forward to, to the world to come. Yeah. Rem reminding ourselves that... 
you know, we don't indulge in these things that the rest of the world does. And our our eyes and our lives are, are just focused and changed and transformed through Christ. And it just looks radically different from the rest of the world. So if and you're feeling like you fit in comfortably here in this life, if you are desiring to fit in comfortably in this life, really got to stop self -assess, and yeah, reassess and, these and things. And pray because... The more not. you look at it, the more you read. I mean... There should be no sense of comfort for us in this world. The only comfort is in Christ, and not that we should be comfortable here, but comfort in, I'm not worried about this because I know where I'm going and what's coming. Mm -hmm. So. Amen. All right, that guys. So, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us today. Uh, we'll go ahead and finish up Hebrews uh, tomorrow. So we'll see you guys then. Thanks.